Welcome back, everybody. Everybody's having a great holiday week. What is your favorite Christmas song, Tommy? That's a great question. Um, man, I don't know. I think that I'm a big fan of the uh, Please Come Home for Christmas. I think it's Bon Jovi. Um, I don't know. That's always been a good one. Uh, I'm a big fan of Run Run Rudolph. I don't know. I like I like songs that are good. that maybe are not like the ultimate classics, like going back to the Irving Berlin, you know, stuff and Bing Crosby, but not the newer. Like a, kind of in that middle, the 70s, 80s. I don't know. I'm, I'm a big fan of that. Where are you at with Robert Earl Keane's Merry Christmas from the Family? It's a great song. It's okay. a great song. I, yeah. I, I didn't know if you knew that song. Yeah. It's uh, it's fantastic and yeah. um it's it's probably my favorite and it's along that same line i love all the traditional ones too uh my son right now is just belting uh jingle bells every night ah, when he's supposed yeah. to be going to bed like as loud as he can so he he's into it now this year i misspoke please come home for christmas is not bon jovi it's the eagles and that one's probably that one's probably up there for me probably top 3 I'll have to check that one out. I, it's not ringing off the top of my head. I know I've heard it because we've all heard every Christmas song, right? Um, there's a lot of good ones. There's a lot of good ones. Jad, what about you? Jad, Jad's favorite Christmas song is what? I'm not really a fan of Christmas music, to be honest. <laughs> all right. Well, you uh, gotta under, you gotta understand. Right. Well, there's a Scrooge okay, coming in. Okay, Scrooge Chambers. Uh, you gotta understand. <laughs> I work at a radio station. I uh, I just I get too much of it. There's too much exposure. Uh-huh. I don't know if that's. I don't know that I'm willing to accept that. Um, that's one of those things, Chad, that you just fake it and just pretend like you do. Otherwise, mm-hmm. people kind of look at you sideways, right? They're like, "Wait, what? 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 You don't like Christmas music?" Yeah, uh, just don't. You know who else doesn't like Christmas music? Scrooge, uh, the Grinch. Yeah, um, it's very true. They they're not fans either. So. Um, well, it's all right. You just keep playing playing jams for us here, Jad. And yeah, we'll, we'll yeah. all enjoy it together. Um, hey, so we uh, I actually had uh, the the radio on the other day, and Merry Christmas from the family came on, and my wife was with me, and she had never heard it before, <sighs> and we were maybe thirty seconds in, and she was like, "What is this? Why are we listening to this?" And I'm like, "It's a a great song." Uh, she was not impressed by it. Um, was did not like it one bit. I feel like that's a song that. That like guys it. are going to like a lot more. Either. Yeah. Well, yeah. It's um, it is a very true and uh, you know we really get to the crux of it, and that's the beauty of that song. Is that's that's really yeah. what Christmas is like. You know, it's not this wonderland. It's mom got drunk and dad right, got yeah. drunk at the Christmas party. Yeah, it's great. There's another one that's kind of a dark horse candidate for me, um, primarily because my dad played it a lot when I was a kid. Uh, and and I think because you're from Texas, you'll probably recognize um, if we make it through December by Merle Haggard. Are you a Merle Haggard yeah. guy? Yeah. Uh, oh, and yeah. I I didn't really realize the meaning behind it until I became an adult. And I'm like, this is a really depressing song. I don't know why. <laughs> I mean, I like it, but I'm like, country this music is like, used to be that way. Yeah. Right. Country like, music used guy to be losing very his job, and he bluesy. can't buy gifts for his daughter for Christmas. And I'm like, man, this is like uber depressing. Why am I listening to this? And now it's festive in its there own you go. special way. <laughs> uh, okay, so Jalen Hurts, we find out yesterday, kind of surprised everybody. Doesn't look like he's going to play. First, First, it was broken collarbone, might be done for the year. It's, again, where you got to kind of take a breath here. Then the reporting comes out that it's a sprained shoulder, 
and that his status against the Cowboys is in doubt. Um, I don't know. We're not going to get a lot of real clarity on this, probably. Now, the 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 news conferences, the normal news conferences for the NFL are thrown this week because of all the Saturday games, so we may actually get some more information on this today, I think, uh, because what happens on Mondays now will probably be happening today for the Saturday games. They had to flip around days off in the weeds, but maybe we get some clarity on this a little later uh, today as the Eagles will talk, I think, for the first time in the week, but... Either way, Tommy, you know, he was the odds-on favorite for sure. He's no longer the odds-on favorite. BetMGM right now has Patrick Mahomes replacing him as the favorite. Um, So the question becomes, let's say Hurts misses just this one game. What at that point do you think— does is that if it's just the one game and he comes back and finishes and Patrick Mahomes does— Patrick Mahomes thing like he always does. Is that going to be enough for Mahomes to overtake him? I still think that Joe Burrow is a really strong, uh, a really strong candidate as an MVP. I kind of like Joe Burrow as an MVP candidate. What do you think this potentially does for Mahomes though? Yeah, it's a really interesting question, and I feel bad for Jalen Hurts because, um, you know, if he didn't go down with that injury and he played the remaining, all the remaining games that Philly has, um, I'm not sure that you can make an argument that he's not the MVP. Of course, this changes things because that game against the Cowboys is now in doubt due to that sprained shoulder. As far as Joe Burrow is concerned, yeah, he's played really well as of late. Um, He's still 10 to 1 odds to to win the MVP so if you're looking for an opportunity to maybe make some money that might be a dark horse guy that you can you know jump in there put a little bit of money down and and get a good return if he's able to continue that ascent um, over the final three games of the year for the Bengals because he really has come on strong in the last what five or six weeks but as far as Mahomes is concerned it's interesting because you look at what Patrick Mahomes does game in and game out and it's remarkable, typically. He's usually making these insane throws and things that we've never seen before on a football field. But he's been doing it for so long now that he almost gets, I think, knocked a little bit because it's like, well, we, we, he's, that's what he's going to do. Like, it's, kind of, it's kind of old hat at this point, right? With Jalen yeah. Hurts, he came on strong this year, and the, the media uh, and, and the fans, they love a, a good story, a new story. And Patrick Mahomes... While he's great, while he's Superman, he's not a new story. Everybody knows about Patrick Mahomes. And so with Jalen Hurts, um, I think that if he misses just this one game this weekend and he comes back and plays at the level he's been playing, I still think it's going to be hard to take to take the MVP away from him. So let's look at a couple of things with Mahomes. Um, he leads the league in yardage, leads the league in touchdowns, has more interceptions than he typically would, and that actually— yep has him behind Tua and Gino in quarterback rating, which the fact that Tua and Gino lead that should tell you not to take too much from that specific category. Um, You know, so he's got about a three and a half to one touchdown to interception ratio. And when you look at it that way, it actually, um, it actually looks a little bit better. So Jalen Hurts and Patrick Mahomes have essentially the same quarterback rating. Patrick Mahomes is is a thousand yards ahead of him in yardage, 
has 13 more passing touchdowns. But the thing with Hertz that you have to do, obviously, is look at his rushing stats. And when you factor in his rushing stats, it gets a little bit different because he's, you know, that's a big, big part of his game is what he can do on the ground. And and I think that, you know, that's where that's where this thing gets a little bit more interesting is because, you know, he's if he's he's right maybe slightly behind um uh, uh Justin Fields and Lamar Jackson as a runner, but man, he's not that much farther behind them. He's rushed for seven hundred and fifty yards basically, uh, and he has thirteen touchdowns. So when you add that production in then you're talking about, okay, well, this is why that is. Because if you add the 13 rushing touchdowns to his total, now his total on touchdowns is essentially the same. It is the exact same number as Mahomes. The yardage total is the same, except, you know, about 750 of his come on the ground. So they are really close. And the Eagles have been record-wise just a little bit better. I, I guess it really, and I think I agree with you, you're betting on injury here. I still like the Burrow bet, and and I'm and it's only because they've come back and raged ahead so far, and and I do cook in some with Burrow, um, like heat check type things. Like he's going to finish strong if he if he gets up to forty touchdowns, which he'd need about three a game over the final three, and if he can get to the forty five hundred yard spot and. And they're in a position where they won a ton of games late, and people consider the injuries that their offense has dealt with. I still think he's got a shot, but yeah, it really does. I agree, Tommy. Depend on how many games Hurts misses. If it's just one, I think now might be an opportunity to go get him at plus money again because that may not be enough to push him down far enough. Um, but it's interesting that the odds shifted as much as they did because he was a pretty heavy favorite. Now he's plus four fifty. And that's a pretty significant movement for a guy that might miss just one game. So I, I, I don't know what to do with this other than to sit back and hope that we get some clarity on his injury. Um, it's uh, who I want to make sure the Philadelphia Inquirer reports he could end up missing the next two games. So that's, you know, that's potentially significant. Yeah. yeah. And, and now I think I think that's what you're seeing cooked into that. What I also wonder now, as Gardner Minshew is going to take over, at least in the short term, is what this does for the Eagles and their playoff chances. Boy, the Cowboys just have to be sick to their stomachs now. Uh, because if you look at this and they're sitting there at 11-3, and three, two games behind the Eagles, one game against the Eagles directly, and one more game the Eagles might not have Jalen Hurts, um, you, you feel like the Cowboys have to just be just be sick. Now, that other game potentially is against New Orleans, which the Eagles may be able to beat with Gardner Minshew, too. So maybe it doesn't matter. But an opportunity now for a team like Minnesota, depending on what happens. I mean, Minnesota, who we don't think is a real contender here and who who just continues to fool us and needed an historic comeback just to beat the Colts, could end up with home field. Yeah. I mean, I'm, that, yeah. that's and in play. Right. Something else to keep in mind, too, is if Gardner Minshew – is able to come in and win for the Eagles. And let's say this injury lasts for two weeks and Minshew is able to win both of those games. I don't think it's off the table that the Eagles just choose to rest ahead, for him. the final game of the year, right? Like if they've yeah, already locked the up only... the one seed, if they've locked up the division and Minshew's won those two games, 
why would you rush Jalen Hurts back and just rest him, get him ready for the playoffs? The only thing with that is if that happens and he sat three weeks and then they get a bye, right, he will then have gone basically five weeks without playing a football game. That is that that seems just a little bit risky. So I, it it all depends on his health. If he's still remotely, you know, banged up on that shoulder, yeah, you sit him. There's no question. I think you do it anyway, right? Even if they don't, you know, even if you don't have it locked up yet, I think you roll the dice on Gardner Minshew winning one of the final three games. Their roster's really good all over the place, and Gardner Minshew's shown us he can he can win in this league. I don't know that it's going to come against the Cowboys. Maybe. Uh, I mean, yeah. Davis Mills almost beat him, right? Right. So I, we'll, we'll see on that. I, do, I would have some concern, though, if I'm the Eagles, having to sit Hurts for five weeks, basically, before a game. And I don't know if he's, you know, if he's healthy and you want to just not take the risk. Maybe you can just get him some reps in, like, half of the final game just, just for something. I, I don't know. The, the one thing that's good about him, though, is he doesn't need reps to run the ball effectively, right? Like, that, that part of it's not. But timing matters and all that stuff matters and – you know, maybe in Philadelphia the weather's bad and all these things that could come into play. They've got some difficult decisions that they're going to have to make down the stretch here. But to the original point, if this goes sideways, you know, Mahomes becomes the odds-on favorite. He is currently the odds-on favorite. Josh Allen actually moved up quite a bit after his really nice performance against the Dolphins. Uh, two is obviously out of the equation. I would think Justin Jefferson and Tyree Kill. I mean, we just know that this is a quarterback award, right? This the MVP it goes to quarterbacks. Tyree Kill and Justin Jefferson probably deserve to be more in the conversation than they are, but it is what it is. I do think it goes to a quarterback if it's not um if it's not gonna be Hurts, it's gonna be another quarterback. But Josh Allen's now in the mix. So Mahomes, Allen, Burrow, those are kind of the three young guys anyway that everybody loves, right? And I do too. Their seasons are are interesting to stack up against each other. Allen is behind Mahomes for sure. Um, there's no in my in my opinion, there's no question he's behind Mahomes this year. I think he's behind Burrow as well this year, even though there his odds <clears throat> jumped up. And I guess the point of all this conversation is Tommy. These final three weeks are going to say a lot about who wins this MVP. I think in a lot of years this is already a, a foregone conclusion. I don't think that that's the case this year. I think for a variety of reasons, any four, any one of the four of those guys put Hurts back in the mix could be the MVP this year. And that's a pretty fun little storyline to watch down the stretch. Yeah, I think that you can have a philosophical debate about what the meaning of the MVP award actually is. You know, the most valuable player to a team, right? And so I think if you were to to compare Jalen Hurts and Patrick Mahomes, um, Jalen Hurts has been great, and the Eagles have been the best team in football, but I'm not so sure that he's the most valuable player to a team in the league. I mean, that roster is really good, and there have been multiple games for Kansas City that without Patrick Mahomes, they don't win the game. Case in point, a week ago or two days ago against the Texans, where it took a flawless performance from Mahomes for Kansas City to win the game. So I think that you can get into that, you know, the nuances of what the what the award actually means. Um, but then you look at where these two teams are ultimately going to finish. You know, if you take the injury completely out of the equation, if Jalen Hurts is not injured and perfectly healthy and they both play the same amount of games, you also have to look at where the teams finish. And if Philly only loses one game and they're the one seed and they lock up the one seed in the NFC, 
then I mean, I, I think it's tough to take it away from Hertz. So really this injury, I think, opens the door significantly for Mahomes to run away with this award. Without the injury, man, it's neck and neck, and I think you almost have to give the nod to Jalen Hurts. Let's let's take a break and spend some time on this because I, I think it's unfair to hold the fact that Jalen Hurts has had a better defense than Kansas City against his performance on the field in the valuable conversation. I think there are a lot of things you can factor into it, injury, uh, the the burden shouldered, but we, we I, I do think it's silly to to factor in a defense on how an offensive player plays to some degree. Let's talk about that uh, as we wrap up hour number one, and then we'll have Dan Israel join us for the top of the second hour, executive producer of the Chiefs Radio Network. We'll continue this MVP talk on Sports Daily when we return on KFH. KFH. 